and it is from the hill country in beautiful Texas. Uh, it is help. I'm retired. I'm Bill Sharp, and here today with my co-host, friend, and mentor, Craig Ryder. Craig's down in Hilton Head, South Carolina. How is it on Hilton Head, Craig? It's a lovely day today. It's as I uh, was telling people, I think that uh, we have some signs that that fall and autumn is going to be on the way. A little bit of easing of the temperatures, and you know, I think it was down to 72 last night, and you know, three more degrees and start breaking out the place. And so it's a, <laughs> it's I'll bet it's just a, beautiful there on Hilton Head. It is actually uh, October is, is the is the prime one of the prime months to come visit here. So it was, uh, but it's a uh, it's 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 pretty actually decent most of the time. It really is. So we can't really complain about uh, a whole lot for sure. It's I mean we've had actually temperatures in the t in the low from the upper single digits uh, about the second winter we were here, and uh, we've had temperatures in the you know, above 100 with a heat index of a you know, about 120, and as we tell people, it's a wet heat, so that's uh, that's uh, that's okay. What? Uh, but anyway, enjoying the enjoying the day. Just got to swim, so that was good. They've got the uh, place where I swim is opening it up to the uh, uh, to the folks who work there, and and uh, and it's going to be their day to enjoy all the amenities and things like that. You know, to normally just reserved for members. And uh, I told the lady at the pool as I was. I was imagining a, a Caddyshack type of uh, thing when it was Caddy's Day at the pool, and that, okay. you know, famous scene from Caddyshack with Bill Murray and the and the baby oh, yeah. Ruth. But anyway, yes, okay, <laughs> I'll leave that one. <laughs> the, uh, the, but anyway, well, it's, it, yeah, it's good. So getting some exercise. Talking about October being one of the prime months down there. How how big a shift do you see in population between in the season? Those peak months and then and then uh, off season. It it fell off the cliff this week. I mean, it was it was incredible. Uh, they had a um, of course construction well timed to to happen right during the peak of the uh, of the summer season, and they had uh, a friend of mine from Leadership Huntington actually who was um, was coming by Caddy back up to Long Island and stopped in to visit, and then she was leaving and and to get out the Sea Pines Gate to. Uh, it, out of the circle, uh, right outside the gate, it took her 45 minutes, and uh, it was just a disaster. And we had the the perfect storm. Uh, it's not only it's not only the, the summer season, which is which is busy, uh, but we have pockets of time during the year that are busy. Uh, Easter, the Heritage Golf Tournament, um, spring break in Ohio and Michigan, both coinciding, uh, which is bad timing and this year we have the perfect storm coming we have easter weekend the heritage and uh the spring breaks all waiting to happen so we're going to stock up on food and try not to go anywhere for the whole time that uh, that this okay. happens is hilton but it is head it a, is a dramatic uh, difference is is hilton head a, a destination for spring break i don't remember that being the case when i was in school but things of course have changed in yeah. the last eight years and the, yeah, so well, it's only been six for me, but they've even changed since that. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's it's it is. I mean, it's a different type of spring break. It's not the uh, you know the stuff that they were used to sell videos about and uh, the at the two o'clock in the morning. Uh, that uh, but it was um, it's you know it's a more sedate thing. But they have a lot of, of, for example, college tennis teams that will come down here 
and get um, and you know and play matches. So they have matches set up. We have a very active tennis community uh, as well. Obviously, a golf community, but the tennis community mainly because of Stan Smith, who was one of our top players back in the in the uh, late '60s, early '70s, and he's he's a resident down here and very uh, and just a, a neat uh, uh, guy and real part of the community. So. Well, we so it's, uh, yeah, it's. A- it's we were, we were hoping that we'd have a special guest this morning uh, with us from the West Coast, uh, a friend of yours. You want to tell us something about uh, about our guest, even though he hasn't joined us yet? Maybe he will. We're hoping so this he This is probably the best today. time to tell, tell us then. So anyway, I, I'm sure he flipped <laughs> his mind. He's the California dreaming out there. Uh, and there uh, so anyway, he's, uh, no, he's a guy that, that I first met when I went to kindergarten and uh, oh. was uh, – Kind of a tour de force uh, within the class. He was uh, a very lanky uh, and sinewy and, and excellent athlete. His dad was a was a pilot in World War II and then a, a um, pilot for the airlines. And uh, he was uh, he was uh, you know always kind of a very charismatic uh, kind of guy. He ran and won uh, his uh, the. Uh, uh, the presidency of the, or the head of the uh, of the school for uh, the, the student body for uh, in fifth grade, and then of course he went on to a different school in sixth grade. But it was uh, always always a very charismatic guy, with always, but always kind of looking at things through a unique manner, which he's done with with um, retirement. And even uh, since I I had not seen him for well, probably I'd seen him since actually since he left fifth grade because he went to another grade school and then they moved to California. So I had not seen him until I was probably 30, 42 years old or something where in that neighborhood, a friend of mine had spotted an article about it. And it turned out he was going to do a book uh, signing up in Chicago and Chicago. This is one of those things. Chicago's not all that far from, from, from Dayton, only five hours. So anyway, Off I went and uh, saw him, and then I saw him a couple of times when we were in Carmel, California. He used to live down there, and now he's up in L.A. And uh, uh, but but always always thinking about things differently, and always with a great sense of excitement and, and enthusiasm and, and optimism, and and uh, you know that same kind of uh, you know just big big spirited you know kid that he was uh, is, is is the same in, as an adult, and as we used to say, adults are kids in big bodies. So. Um, but he was uh, he he got into uh, working with corporate things with uh, with uh, using some tools to help get them to think about things differently and that's basically his thing is thinking about things differently and he is now as I last talked to him morphed over into more of an art related type of thing so it's going to be interesting to see his transition and how that all transpired. I had a chance to look at his website the other day or, or look on his Facebook page, and he had a number of photos from his recent trip to Japan uh, yes. and, and what he was doing there. And it was, it was very interesting. I was, I, I was excited because he was working with a lot of people a lot younger than we are. Yep, that's right. Yes, he was. He's, and he's that kind of person. I mean, really, he's a, he's a big figure, not in the in – the, um, self-aggrandizing way that uh, Tony Robbins was, but, but, you know, very much of a, of a, uh, as I say, a charismatic figure and, and uh, just get carried away by his, his enthusiasm and not his, uh, you know, self-promotion. Uh, 
but he does. He travels all over and, and uh, does some some interesting things. So I was reading about some of his uh, on that same website that he was talking about some of his products, some of the things that he uses, tools that he uses, and and uh-huh. some of the cards reminded me of the cards that you used in in some of our work together. Uh, well, I'm going to have to get him for copyright infringement then. So obviously, <laughs> we'll have to see what he's actually using. Yeah, he, I know he, he was using, and this this really, uh, when I found out he was doing this, some of the some of the cards he was using for kind of projective technique was uh, were tarot cards. And I said, okay, so how do you how do you make sell that in the corporate world? Uh, this sounds yeah. you know California woo woo and. Uh, he said, "Well, we don't use them actually as um, as cards, uh, you know, to, that they are going to predict the future. We we use them as a framework for looking at things." And so he, he said, "Well, let me do you know one with you." And so I was pulling out cards, and I was pulling out all these really negative cards. And he said, "Well, you, you know, one of which was the death card." Um, and he said, "Now, this, okay. you know, death doesn't mean you're going to die. It just means that maybe something in your life or about your business." You need to re-examine, see if that needs to be changed. And it turned out that was what kind of initially started my thinking about uh, about the work that we did uh, and how some of the stuff that I was either not as inclined to want to continue to do or stuff that I won't be able to do because we were thinking about moving away from our you know home base in, in Dayton and so that you know became a very important card even though it was a negative card and you'd think people would freak out so so anyway he was very skilled at that he's, he's very good at what he does um and uh and and so you know the tools uh, the tools are only it's like you know I've got a hammer I've got you know screwdrivers and things like that but it's it's never pretty when I try to use them so, <laughs> so well yeah oh, looking at uh, it's always in Looking cool. at things differently is something that we really need to do. Um, you know, one of the problems I found in retirement is is um, trying to figure out just what I should do with my time, with my money, with my efforts, with my talents. Um, we can send the and, money yeah, to me you if do. you want. I'll help you with that. There you go. There you go. You can, you can help me. But you do need to, to think about things in a different way. I mean, you need to look at things differently than you've, you've looked at them. And you spent so much of your life doing things one way and and trying to earn that living and, and uh, keep that reputation going and the interest that you have in it. And suddenly that's gone. And so you yep. need to have a different perspective, right? Yep, and a different kind of structure. I mean, I've got a friend of mine who's uh, uh, a uh, by temperament a, a fox and an uber fox, and and always always busy doing things. And uh, he's now kind of semi-retired. He's he's doing what he sh- should have been doing uh, and had been doing part time, but should have been doing all along, especially in his in his business, uh, which was um, was inventing things. And so he has an invention that he has has worked up and he's, he's trying to, to, to work out a way to uh, get that to market. But he said, you know, I really enjoy my two o'clock naps. Uh, and, uh, and, and it was, which just stunned me actually you know, that it would be, he would do that. The other thing that he picked up was, uh, was the violin. And, uh, and he is one of these people that just by sheer force of will is going to learn the violin. And uh, and he has come such a long way in terms of because I heard some of his early stuff that he did 
and I've heard some of his later stuff. In fact, for my birthday back in February, he played Happy Birthday on the violin, and uh, amazing the difference that uh, that was there in between when I when I first uh, first heard him play. So anyway, that's you know, and there's all sorts of things, and you don't have to be a Carnegie Hall person to do it. You just have to enjoy doing it or have something that uh, you know you've decided as as, as a uh, challenge that you want to take on. So yeah, you're right. The str- you have to restructure your life with with but with your own rules, which is kind of a nice thing. That that uh, that kind of learning, uh, taking on something brand new, a skill like that at an advanced age, which we all are, um, is, is is surprising to me. But it kind of falls in line with what we heard last week from Waverly about a lot of the classes that they're offering um, over at the Dietert Center in their club ed program. Of uh, they have music classes and they also have uh, cooking classes and they have things that you just don't think about as starting as a senior. It's just not something you do. Sure. And it's one of the things, you know, you just kind of think back, what did I always want to learn, you know, to do, or, or, you know, you're watching something on TV. I mean, you get lots of hints. I think, you know, most of the the, the struggle that people come from is not so much uh, thinking about things, but just quieting, um, quieting, you know, finding a quiet time just to be introspective and, and cut out some of the noise. You know, and that was one of the things I started thinking about last after last week's presentation that, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about keeping busy. And there are some people down here who um, they'll sometimes split time here between here and where, uh, where they've got a, um, another home. And they'll talk about having to get back to their other home because they're, they're just, you know, running out of energy uh, because of all the, the social commitments and those tend to fill things up. You know, you've got a potluck here and a cocktail party here. and Let's go, you know, see uh, something at the theater here and da, 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 da. And what they are almost at the opposite end of the spectrum, which is, you know, I just need to find a place where I can just, and a time just to, for myself where I can just, you know, just hang out and, uh, and, and relax. And so, Anyway, that's uh, it's a big juggle, but it is. It's like Dick Bowles said, it's like waking up in a tree house. You know, you went to sleep in your bed and you woke up in a tree house and you go, what the heck happened here? And we don't know the rules of the game. Well, relocating has been a, uh, an interesting challenge for us as well. Um, one of the things that we enjoyed where we were in Ohio uh, was a, a small church we attended had a neat minister who was a retired minister, but he came back to build the uh, the pulpit at this church. And uh, we found a church here in town that we kind of liked and spent some time with. And uh, nice people. It's small. It's uh, a warm community. And we had a guest minister uh, this past week who spent most of his time talking about... Uh, how this at at our age, because most of the congregation is older, um, how most of the congregation this might be your last communion, this might be your last church, um, uh, all kinds of horrible things that might happy, be our last and, and anything. Because was, of was the hymn selection "Happy Days Are Here Again"? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was. A, it, it was an uplifting sort of message. We both left and laughed about what he did and. Said, well, I'm not sure we're going to come yeah. back to that. Are you yeah, that doesn't people? sound like we, you know, 
that's uh, just, I'm not hearing other people. I'm hearing bells ringing because my phone just went off and I couldn't turn it off. Uh, oh, I was trying cool. to go on mute. Yeah, I was trying to go on mute, but I couldn't uh, couldn't get it there. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's uh, you know you've got to, it's like Otto Krager talking about how he was when he moved to some place he was you know looking for a, a church and he would you know park the car outside and, and leave his family in the car and you know run in and see if uh, see if it looked like it was going to be good and and you know he kept on coming back out now not right for us and he comes running out one time and he says funny honey I think we found our people I said how did you know I said just as I walked in the minister was saying says we've done those things we ought not to have done and we have left undone those things we ought to have done and so those are our kind of people. <laughs> That's where we fit in. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Hey, wherever you fit in, there's a place. I think that's part of, uh, you know, I I think that um, part of the issue, you know, and I've talked about this before, but part of the uh, of the challenge too is letting it go of who we were, because so much, so much, so many people have so much invested in in who they were, um, and um, this my you know, one of the people I volunteer with here uh, said that he got a, uh, a home down in Florida and they said that's a, a very backwards looking place that they you know they want to know who you were what you did uh, you know what company you were CEO of or whatever how important you were etc and he said you know here we're uh, you know people are looking forward what can we do to make this a better place and it is a, uh, a whole different perspective so that's another thing is, is you know making that transition between who we were and, um, you know, and it's part of that growth mentality that, that I talked about that book that's so good about, you know, because it's, it lets go of, of, you know, the looking good and, and whatever and, and starts to uh, starts to spend more time focusing on, you know, how can we be the best us versus, uh, you know, being who we used to be. Uh, and so I've had experience working with, with groups, uh, of former executives and to find that that's a, that's a very big struggle for them. And they don't have a lot of clarity on, on that in part because of their role and, and uh, in part because of their new role. So it's a, uh, it's an interesting, um, interesting thing to, uh, to, to juggle, but it's yeah, again, listening to that, what's going on inside your head saying, uh, you know, that uh, this is what I, feel like doing I'd always like to do this or I always thought I would like to try that but I don't know how well if you know what you want to do if you define the problem and it's it's already half solved so anyway that's uh, kind of my two cents on that uh, well one of the one of the things that I've been impressed with uh, down here in hill country is the fact that there's not a lot of focus on just what you were speaking of uh, what people used to be we we happen to be close to some relatively large um, military bases, and we have a big VA hospital here. And uh, uh, and so a lot of the retired folks down here are ex-military. And, uh, yep. and yet, it, unless you pull it out of them, you don't know who they are. We have one neighbor who is a retired general who spent time in Somalia and some other places. But unless you ask him about it, you would have never known it. He just seems like a nice old guy, and and uh, um, he, he's very reserved about and, and holds within. And maybe that's typical of military. I don't know. I, I wasn't in the military. You were. Um, I was, but, and but, you would oftentimes, I'm sure, think of me as a reserved person. 
<laughs> yes, I would. I, <laughs> very quiet and unassuming and, and hesitant to share things with people. I think, yeah, that's you. That's that's uh, you, Craig. Yep, yeah, that's uh, that's you, you. got me pegged. Yes, you know me well. You know that would be an interesting thing because the military would be uh, having somebody from the military who is retired would be an interesting guest because. Um, you know, they, they're, their set of rules are gone, like the general. When the general walked in the room, everybody stood up, and it's, you know, like a white Christmas. Everybody says, now it says, General who? Or go get your own coffee, or, you know, all those kinds of things. And uh, yeah. so, you know, knowing somebody that came from a very hierarchical, structured environment uh, and, and hearing how they've managed to uh, to, to navigate this is, is good. And, and plus, you'll get a chance to learn something about some of your Neighbors, so that that's a good uh, a good thought there, Bill. That, that's that's someone that uh, uh, maybe I'll speak with and see if he could join us some morning. Uh, yeah, that's, because that's I, a I had job. I, Go ahead. Pardon me. I was saying this is in the military. I mean, the, you know, being a general is a big job. I mean, they've got command over you know mega millions of bucks and many many people and. Very, very high priority and, and oftentimes extremely, um, you know, troublesome types of things like Somali and places like that. I mean, that's not some place you think of or spring break. And uh, so it's um, it's it's it is incredible when and they don't talk about it. But that's was he a pilot? Let me just ask that. Uh, you know, I uh, I just found out from one of the neighbors who was telling me about him. He again, he hasn't talked about himself at all. So I didn't know any of this about him. I don't think so. I think uh, I think he was Army, but uh, not not uh, Army Air Corps part at all. Okay, because pilots are are oftentimes people without rearview mirrors. I mean, they can't spend a whole lot of time thinking about uh, you know things in the past because that's you know there's nothing they can do about it except for learn from it. And you know, and, and the military pilots oftentimes have. Uh, you know, have some experiences that are that are not so uh, not so pleasant, and uh, and uh, so they've just learned to uh, just keep on looking ahead and pay no attention to that. As my one uh, friend and former uh, client, who was a was a literally a, a Top Gun uh, F-8 carrier pilot, used to say, you, you know, you, you have a lockbox set up for yourself, and you know, you put things in the lockbox and you don't go in there. And uh, so a lot of people, and they're just, you know, they're not that interested in that anymore in, in uh, terms of um, <laughs> saying, you know, who they were. They're more interested in just, uh, you know, being a new person, which would, was, is freeing, too. So that, that would be nice if you could get that person aboard for us. That would be fun. Well, I'll, I'll speak with him uh, this week and see if he could he, he could join us sometime soon, and we'll we'll find out about that. Because that would be, I, you're right. That would be interesting, and I'd I'd be interested in finding out. I had not thought about the transition from the the instant respect and and response that you get from your underlings as a as an officer, um, particularly when you're of an advanced rank like he was, uh, to suddenly being retired and people not caring about that sort of thing. So. That that may be a difficult transition, and uh, it would be interesting to find out about how he handled it if if yeah. he had that particular experience. Um, he's very soft spoken, but then he doesn't have to be loud. 
Yeah, if you're wearing four stars or three stars, you can, uh, yes, <laughs> you already have the big stick. Everybody knows those. Were, yeah, good. That's, that sounds, yeah, that was a nice, nice thing to, to uh, kind of explore because I think that would be, especially um, for people down in your area, maybe we can build the, the uh, listenership uh, from, from the inside out that we can, uh, Start doing that. I've told a few people, and I don't know if they listen or not. But apparently, obviously, we have people listening, uh, listening down uh, in the off times, which uh, yes, we do. Is, is good to know. Um, but I'd like to have, you know, obviously, it's always fun when you get more, more banter and somebody to pick on on the on the air when they call. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> and maybe that's the fear. Maybe they're afraid we'll pick on them if they. If yeah, they they're they're good judges. They were. They've already figured me out that this probably would not be a would not be a good, a, a good yes much safer much safer exactly so it's better to to listen uh, and and hope so anyway that's uh, yeah that's that's good um, so what um, have you followed up at all with Waverly? I'm sorry again. Have I followed up with Waverly? Did you say you were going to check out a few of the things that uh, that they had to offer there. I know you had some things, some of the Meals on Wheels things that you were thinking of uh, of, of looking into. Has, has anything um, been able to get anything from uh, any, any uh, more experience in, in looking into that or not yet? No, uh, we we did. We, we visited the Diedrich Center and spoke with the, uh, the gentleman that heads all the volunteers for Meals on Wheels and picked up the applications uh, to, to be able to do that. I then... Um, was speaking with a young lady who turned out she wasn't the right person for me to speak with. Uh, I had said I wanted to volunteer with that population we talked about last week. And uh, right. um, she referred me to another young lady, and she's been gone for the last week or two uh, from the office, and I've been unable to, to make contact with her to see if, if there's a place for me to fit in there. And until I do that, I don't want to return the Meals on Wheels application because I don't right. want to have them right. say you don't want to get yeah that. we need you you're 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 capable of being a driver so let's have you start and then me say well you know what I found something over here I'd rather do that just doesn't seem fair right. to me so so I'm going to hold no, until I have a chance to speak with Paula and then we'll and Paula may be another person we can speak with after I uh, have a chance to talk with her we'll find out what yeah. what's going on in her life uh, always looking for people to join us. If you've got something to say, let us know because we'd love to have you on Help I'm Retired, right, Greg? Absolutely, absolutely. So, what's uh, what's on for the rest of the week for you? Well, I'm going to continue trying to make that uh, that conversation with uh, whomever it is. Um, we've got some we've got some things to do here in town that uh, is quite busy. Uh, uh, reworking some furniture out on the porch. Uh, we've had our first uh, uh, run-in with wildlife here. Uh, we had a, oh. a we were sitting we were sitting in the in the living room, and Lucia said, "What's that?" And I looked out on our patio, and I'm not sure. I thought it was a rat, uh, just because it had this long tail. But everything's bigger here in Texas, so it could have been a mouse. Um, I don't know. I went out and bought. Three million traps and put everything out there, and and I did get it. Thank you. Thankfully, I still don't know exactly what it was. I, it 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 
looked more like a mouse to me than a rat, uh, but it was big. It it was big, and and uh, uh, he's not coming back. Uh, we still have our hummingbird. Columbo still comes to see us regularly, <laughs> but uh, uh, so but but the rat did manage to ruin most of the furniture out on our patio. So we're redoing that, uh, which is entailing you know burrowing and again burrowing away in there for uh, to try to make a nest for the winter. I mean, sometimes they'll do that. No, he really didn't. He he just uh, he he was eating and uh, and using it as a restroom, but he didn't seem to chew any of the cushions. We threw them all away, uh, but I didn't see any signs of nesting at, at all, and uh, which I was okay. very okay. grateful for. for but sure. uh, yeah. we have but in as a, a result, toilet, we and, uh, again. They put in a pay toilet. That'll keep them from coming. There you go. I I think we need <laughs> feral cats here. I think we need a couple well, of feral cats out on the property just to, because we've got big fields around us. Everything we're not going to be able to keep them away. It's just a natural place for them to come. But uh, sure. He he was a hard worker. He really was. He did he did a lot. So I I've got you know work projects around the place to do and. Um, as I said, trying to contact Paula and see if I can find something there. So I, I, you know, nothing, nothing big, nothing big. How about you? What's your week look like? What's your week look like? Well, we've got um, uh, uh, somebody that's doing our financial work for us has, has come down to Hilton Head. So he and I are getting together that tomorrow. And then me and I will get together again later on to talk about a few things. And, uh, so that's that's one of the things always you know that's one of the buckets that uh, for us is always a you know a, a moving target and uh, we need to need to nail a few things down so that's uh, that'll be good to do and uh, that may entail other things plus he is uh, his college roommate that he had visited over in uh, in Budapest by the way I found out that Budapest was actually two cities it is not one city right. it was Budapest and there's Pest which is on the other side of the river I was. Yeah, I, I I do that for my days in the airplane business. Unaware of that. So anyway, so he he um he he would like to go sailing. So I will and, and he said, but I've got our friends down. So well, the boat that I you know use, we can actually have five adults in the boat, and it's uh, you know, but it's it's not a huge boat, but it's big enough to to accommodate that. So I think I may take them sailing, uh, weather permitting. It's always a challenge here in the afternoon because we get the uh, the thunder boomers uh, start making up in the uh, when the air starts to cool off, and so it becomes uh, uh, you know one of the things you don't want to be is, is in a sailboat where you're the highest thing around and you have a metal thing sticking up in the air. Uh, yep. So <laughs> it's, it's it's not my thing, as as, as the old saying goes. It's, it's better to be uh, on shore wishing you were on the water than on the water wishing you were ashore. So that's right. Absolutely. Well, listen, I'll tell you what, let's, uh, why don't you speak with Jim and see if he might be able to join us next week. I'll talk with Walt and see if he's willing to, uh, to join us sometime either next week or in the future. And, uh, we'll get together next week and, uh, talk about being retired. How's that fit? Sounds like a plan. I'm enjoying it as always, Bill. Okay. Well, let's, let's do that. And I'll, I'll talk to you next week on help. I'm retired.